It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian Radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 463 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, the chief cohort and crazy, here to bring the facts and fire to your day in need of some pizza rolls and coffee. <laughs> pizza rolls and coffee. That's quite the combination. Not together. <laughs> Pizza roll coffee. Uh, no. mm-hmm. <laughs> Today on the show, we're talking, we're taking in another lesson from the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Also on the show today, wait, Pop-Tarts are just frosted vitamins? There should be, yeah. Uh-uh. But first, today is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right, and it's not the ones you're thinking of. It is National Banana Day. <laughs> Correct. Uh, also, National Lookalike Day. Uh-huh. And National Cheddar Fries Day. Cheddar Fries, Cheddar Fries, Cheddar Fries. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lookalike? Tell the people, just in case they forgot. I don't know, Matt. Do I have a lookalike? <laughs> it's weird for me to say it. <laughs> Mo looks uh, on a good day. <laughs> A lot like that Candace Cameron Bray was rude. I'm sorry. That was very rude. And uh, I look like 2000s era Bart Millard from uh, Mercy Me. Ah, very true. Yeah. So I'm going to post a photo on Lookalike Day uh, for our Twitter and Facebook. Of us and our lookalikes? Uh, of our lookalikes in our little squares here on Twitch. So do you know what's really <laughs> odd? When I was in middle school and high school, mm-hmm. I looked like... Danielle Fischel, which was Topanga from Boy Meets World. But as I've gotten older and I've gotten more blonde with my hair, I look more like Candace Cameron Bure. Correct. Which... I'm, I guess I haven't seen that many photos of you from when you were a teenager. The one that I'm recalling, you had very blonde hair. And it was like short, I think. Um, I'll have to show you a picture. Yeah, I'd like to see a photo. My... Uh, Freshman and 10th grade boyfriend, look, his name was Corey, but he also looked exactly like identical to Corey. <laughs> and so we went around school being called Corey and Topanga. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Well, now it is time for a game. Now, Mo easily defeated me with Would You Rather last week, meaning she gets a break from me, and instead we'll be going up against her very own son in a new game. We're going to be playing a game called Agree or Disagree. Now, this does work similar to Would You Rather. I'm going to present to you a sentence, and you are trying to choose if more people have agreed or disagreed with the statement. Okay. If you get that correct, you get a point, and then I'm going to give you a chance to choose the percentage breakdown. Okay. Guess the percentage breakdown. And if you get that right, you get an extra two points. 
Let's jump in our Discord chat where okay. Toffee should be waiting. I'm following along with the agree or disagree, but I just want you to know that the ADHD part of my brain is not following the whole percentage breakdown thing, so you're <laughs> going to have to explain it to me again. I, I'll, 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 give you a, I'll give you a test. Okay. Toffee, are you there? Come in, Toffee. Hey. I am. There he is. Did you hear the rules or do you need me to go over them again? I heard them. All right, cool. I heard them. So let me uh, let me open it up, and I'm going to do a test one here for you, just so you can get a feel for the game. Where did it go? There it is. Actually, it's called Unpopular Opinions. But anyway, so uh, here's a test one. Test one is laugh tracks can make a TV show better. Agree or disagree? I'm going to say disagree, and uh, that is correct. And the breakdown is, essentially, I'm just going to ask you to guess what percentage of people did answer the way you answered, if you get it right. Okay. So I said disagree. 58%. 58% is exactly. Hey! So now you got it. Okay. So you could have gotten three points there. Okay. Only I was going to say agree. Oh, so. well, then you would have been <laughs> way off. Yep. All right. Uh, Toffee, since you're the guest, we're going to let you go first. And uh, I'm going to go back and forth between you two, but you're each going to have seven opportunities. Easy peasy. Yep. All right. Wrong. You're supposed to say lemon squeezy. <laughs> have I taught you nothing? No. <laughs> no. Yes, you have taught me nothing. <laughs> All right. First, uh, agree or disagree, Disney World is for kids. Disagree. Correct. 40. You got one. He just said his percentage. I didn't hear it, though. Now, this was the correct answer. So just for, I'm going to give you a, another chance here. Yeah. Just for the record, if it's correct, that means it's higher than 50%. Jeez, kid. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 63%. Close, 67%. Wah, like, wah. You, got you got one. Hey, this Two is a harder, it's a harder one to guess. It's a harder one to guess. All right, Mo. Farmers are not respected enough. Agree or disagree? Agree. Correct. By how much? I'm going to say 59%. Even closer, 57%. Real close, real close. Hmm. All right. Toffee, mothers don't have the hardest job in the world. <laughs> Agree or disagree? Dis <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Correct. Percentage guess. 30 Okay, again, Topher. if you're correct, it's going to be okay. over 50. Uh, okay, yep. Get it together. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I got to say, I got to say. 70. Close, 68. Sheesh. Okay. Y'all are coming in within two two buttons here. Two buttons. Two buttons? Two, uh, two notches? Two notches. Two... Oh, this is a frustrating game ad that I'm having to wait through. Give me the X. Thank you. All right. Mo, I love the smell of fish. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Correct. What's the percentage? I'm going to say 67%. No, far off. It was 86%. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Topher, number three. Dark chocolate is the best type of chocolate. Agree or disagree? Disagree. 
Disagree is correct. What's your percentage? Like 57. No, it was 62. But you got your point. Okay. So far, y'all are all swinging uh, hits here. Mo, number three for you. Talking to yourself isn't strange and shouldn't be seen as such. Agree or disagree? Agree. No. Uh, <laughs> Only 47% agree. See, I was going to say like 52%, a very low number, but bummer. All right, Toffee, you are now on the lead. Number four for you. Cake is not that good. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Correct. By what percentage? 78. 78 is correct. You just got oh, two let's go. extra points. Garbage. Seventy. can't even see it. Garbage. Oh, you Garbage. could have. Could you? Is it showing? Hold on. Ooh. Stop moving it. Let no, it focus. I got it. I'm getting it. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, you're way behind now. You better catch up. Oh, gosh. Broccoli. <laughs> Broccoli is one of the best vegetables and doesn't deserve the hate it gets. Agree or disagree? Agree. No. 44% <laughs> agreed. So no. <laughs> Topher. Fifth question for you. Silver jewelry looks much better than gold jewelry. Agree or disagree? Disagree. No. 53% agreed. So okay. no points there. All right, Mo. You're still here. You're still in it. You can still come back. Mo. Video games are the best source of entertainment for its value. Agree or disagree? <laughs> I like this game. Um, the best source, source of, of entertainment, entertainment for its value. value. I'm gonna say. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna say disagree. Correct. Oh no! I'm sorry. Not correct. <laughs> I read it backwards. Not correct. You're wrong. 58% agreed that it was the best. My bad. You took so long, I forgot how to play the game. Uh, <laughs> Topher. Um, number six for you. Concerts are not fun. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree? Yes. No. <laughs> okay. 24% agreed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> oh, Mo, Fine, you goodness. don't have to go see for King and Country with us again. <laughs> All right, Mo, number six for you here. Um, watching a movie at home is better than watching a movie in theaters. Agree. 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 Well, are you agreeing for everybody or for yourself? That seemed very Mo-approved agree. But I'm thinking that based off of our poll uh -huh. from Monday... Uh-huh. 
The top answer was no one has gone to see a movie in the theaters in the last 12 months. Okay. So I'm saying agree. You want to stick with agree? No. (laughs) (laughs) Only 44% (laughs) agreed. Whatever. Your last question here. Breaking Bad was actually a really boring series. Have you even, have you watched that show? No. Yeah. You probably shouldn't watch that show, at least till you're older. I'll just say agree. Wow. That's sad. That is sad. That's really sad. You got it right, but I'm disappointed. Yeah. What percentage do you 54. think? 54. Oh, it was, it was 53. You were so close. Oh. <laughs> All right. Mo, for dignity. I know. I can't come back. I can't win. For your dignity. Get a get one more point on the board here. Bacon is overrated. Agree or disagree? <laughs> disagree. Whew, good job. One more point, and do you want to try and get for two more? I'm going to say 72%. No, only 57, which oh. is surprising. Okay. But hey, you got you got half. No, not even half the no. points you sunk. <laughs> Topher, you got seven points. Mo only got three. <sighs> Once again, Topher has wiped the floor with his own mother. How dare you? And it's just uh, How dare it's you? Sad, it's a sad day. I take a bow. <laughs> Doesn't Mark Driscoll say that? Who do you think you are? <laughs> and, yeah, but he uh, yells it. For that, for that win, <laughs> I'll send home some, uh, well, not to, not today, but eventually I'll send home some new stickers for you. Ooh. Thanks for joining us, Toffee. <laughs> I love you. Bye, Mother. Bye, Matt. <laughs> Goodbye. Love y'all. Christopher, I said I love you. He said, he said love y'all back. Do you need a dedicated I love you? Yes, I am his mother. <laughs> love you, mother. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Go do some chores. Earn those pizza rolls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So this past weekend, I had a fun experience. I was watching TV with my family, and I got a notification in my email that I had a small sum of money going into my Square account. If you're not familiar, Square is the little doodad that you swipe uh, credit cards and stuff on your phone, like if you're selling stuff someplace. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Why did money go in my Square account? And it hit me. Oh, yeah, I have an online store. And let me just tell you, I am terrible at my online store because I'll go to a Comic-Con, sell shirts and books and stickers and stuff, and I will not update my inventory. I have no idea what's actually listed on my website right now. And I absolutely... Uh, reap the consequences of that because someone took the time to go to my website, shop around and ordered a book that I don't actually have any copies for and so 
I uh, <laughs> uh, just was not prepared. Just absolutely wasn't. And I started weighing my options. Do I tell this person, hey, sorry, I don't actually have any. Uh, do I buy one on Amazon at full price and then turn around and mail it to this guy so that he can get the book? <laughs> or, you know, what do I do? So I realized that at one of the churches that I've partnered with, they had bought a bunch of copies of this book to give to their students. And I was like, hey, pastor, can I have one of those back? And he brought me one. And, you know, all worked out in the end. But, you know, I just wasn't ready for what was actually going to be asked of me. And I think a lot of Christians are in that place. In Luke 14, verses 28 through 30, it says, Suppose one of you is building a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, This person began to build and wasn't able to finish. There's a lot of us that have signed up to actually follow Jesus, and we're not actually aware of what we've committed to, what he's asking of us, and we're going to be caught off guard when he actually calls to collect what we've signed up for to serve and to follow. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us now it's time for mo's fact of the day oh geez louise why did you put your phone away because it was vibrating (laughs) (sighs) even with 7.4 billion people on the planet that's only a 1 in 135 chance that there's a single pair of doppelgangers. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yep. And now it's time for SSA News. We're going to share a weird news story with you and build a white answer card for a future Sunday School Answers pack. All right. So today is actually kind of like an update because we shared this story originally <clears throat> as this was beginning. There was a lawsuit, you might recall, going forward, oh, yes, claiming right. that Pop-Tarts oh misleads people into thinking that they've got just a full-on filling of healthy strawberries in that thin layer on the frosted you know, cake dessert that you're eating for breakfast. Uh-huh. <laughs> when in reality, there is other fruits in there as well, typically apples or pears, because those are mixed with all fruits. Same thing in most juices as well, because they tend to help amplify the flavor of the actual fruit that you're trying to showcase. The same thing happens in cheese with provolone. Provolone is often added to a lot of different cheeses because it tends to amplify the flavor. Um, so that's what they do. That's what they do. It's that's not really like do. a it's not, not not really like a money saving thing. It's not like they're trying to stretch it out. Like that's just how this stuff is done. And so the lawsuit has come to an end. Um. <laughs> uh. So. 
Listen, let me let me get to what the judge said. Sorry, I'm, it's recapping all this. The lawyer representing the case was Spencer Sheehan, who is presumably the world's most opportunistic lawyer, having filed more than 400 lawsuits related to misleading advertisement. Sheehan told uh, NPR, I guess I've always been the type who would become annoyed and never liked it when companies cheated people for small amounts if it would be difficult to recoup. But the judge dismissed the lawsuit in this case because people aren't that dumb. Okay, well, some people are, but we're speaking generally here. Judge Carter, in the case, wrote in his ruling, No reasonable consumer would see the entire product label reading the words frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts next to a picture of a toaster pastry coated in frosting and reasonably expect that fresh strawberries would be the sole ingredient in the product. Um, so... That's where, I mean, it's, it's, if you have the time and effort to take a product that has existed now for decades upon decades and decide I'm going to pick a fight with them over the fact that there was some pear in my strawberries that I didn't taste and didn't notice until I read the packaging where it is clearly listed, then maybe you're opportunistic as well. Cause this doesn't seem, it didn't seem like a real case to begin with. Like I didn't buy the out, the out outrage from this customer in the first place. Yeah. Like, why do we do this? Why do we allow this stuff <laughs> in America? Some of these things just need to be thrown out before they're even in front of a judge. Like, no, that's stupid. But then we're in America and that would get ruined immediately. Yeah. That would be. So I guess I get it. Yep. I get it. It's your right, I guess. But you got to fight for your right I to feel- have pop <coughs> tarts. Oh. Fun fact. The frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts have less calories than the unfrosted strawberry Pop-Tarts. Well, what do you know? Because there's more fruit filling in the unfrosted. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that brings us to today's wide answer card. The answer card we'll be adding to our future expansion deck of Sunday School Answers is... Frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts with melted butter on top. Mm -mm. This has been SSA News, sponsored by BackRowGames.com. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize relational outreach. From huge conventional halls to local game nights across the world, LTN wants to show the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. We're always developing resources and articles to help you grow nerd ministry in your area and expanding our reach as a ministry into all areas of nerd culture. Connect with us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and at LTN On Air to join in. LTN Radio. Welcome back. 
back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching The Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. So this week, we are talking about Mark Driscoll and the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Many of you have likely heard of this Christianity Today podcast. Christianity Today podcast. So hard to say. You may even have listened to the whole saga, since even though it wrapped up several weeks ago, it's still holding steady in the top five Christian podcasts. Again, we are not trying to replicate what the rise and fall of Mars Hill created. Instead, we want to look at the themes and issues brought up by this podcast and focus on the issues a little more broadly. So yesterday we talked about the dangers of not being accountable to others. Today we're shifting to another reason for worry. When a pastor's story changes and when extra biblical stuff is being claimed. Uh, This is a little weird. So let me... Let me dive a little deeper. So first of all, one of the weirdest episodes of the Rise and Fall podcast is the shortest one, one which they couldn't really find a good place in for the main series, so they released it as a segment on its own. Uh, now, do you remember, Mo, personally, your story of coming to faith? Um, yes, of course. And I remember, course. My, I remember my story, too. As long as I live, I can't imagine getting these details wrong. Right. Yet Mark's story of his coming to faith and his uh, calling has changed in both subtle and wild ways. One story involved a homosexual friend, which unintentionally helped him make the decision. And then there's a story he usually talks about, where his soon-to-be wife gave him a Bible, and God spoke to him, telling him to marry Grace, preach the Bible, and plant churches, and train up men. I think uh, he told that story a lot too, at least once every several weeks, which is far more than most pastors or people feel the need to do. Mm-hmm, unless my, you're trying to convince yeah. someone of something. Uh, in my personal opinion, this reeks of desperation <laughs> that people believe him that this mm-hmm. is a, that this is the story and this is how it really happened. But again, how could you forget details for something like that? He would often talk about how important that Bible he was given by his soon-to-be wife was to him, and that he still had it, and yet he posted a picture of a Bible on Instagram claiming that that was the Bible that she gave him, except it couldn't have been, because that translation of the Bible he posted didn't exist until several years after the story took place, and when this was pointed out, instead of really addressing it, he just deleted the post. If this was legitimately that important of a Bible to you, would you be able to mistake it for another one? Yeah. Maybe he's forgetful. Maybe these are all honest mistakes told over the years. But with a clear issue of lying and deception seen in other areas, such as the fake message board persona, it makes me skeptical that any of this is actually the truth. Or if he is trying to build a fairy tale story that sounds so perfect and God ordained. So a question here before we get into more of this, is it okay to pretty up your account of salvation over the years versus giving like an honest testimony? No, (laughs) no. Like I think about, I think about 
CR. We tell we tell our testimonies throughout CR, and, mm-hmm. and they do kind of change over the years because the testimony is telling the story of everything that God's done since salvation for you, mm-hmm. uh, from before and after. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been times that I have, mostly for time's sake. And right. for clarity's sake is to not have to go on several different tangents to explain certain things, prettied up some of the details just to get through that part of the story, but not about how I came to Christ, not about the big moments of change like those you tell in their entirety, you tell in their full glory, because those are the big moments of your life. Those are the life changing, the day ones, the, the, the moments that have sent those ripples throughout the rest of your life. So if you don't remember the stone that was thrown into your soul to create those ripples, if you can't keep that story straight, then it really seems suspect as to if it's the true story at all. You're going to sink. Or if it's a lie that you're trying to convince everybody of. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm, I really have nothing to add yeah, other than, it, just, uh-huh, it seems, yeah. it seems weird. It's a weird thing. I would be understanding if over time his conviction shifted or if his testimony shifted in the fact that, you know, God was working through him, working with him through some areas of yeah. his life that had just recently been revealed, you know, because sure. It is 100% my belief that that is how God works in our lives. We come to him filthy, wretched, and he works on us slowly, piece by piece, putting us back together like a puzzle, Mm -hmm. you know, and he can't just put us all back together at, at one moment. Right. Can you imagine how many people would be like, abort, abort, I'm done. <laughs> too much, too soon, too much, yeah, too soon. I, I can't do this. This is not what I signed up for. And God knows that. Right. You know? So little though, by little. Even though many Christian movies will <laughs> try right. and tell you the opposite. Yeah. You make the decision and boom, you and are completely changed, 100% uh, perfect. Yeah. A perfect Christian, even if he didn't know what Christianity was two yeah, years no. ago. Yeah, that, no. That's not how it <laughs> But that's a works. different topic. Right. Um, but like you were saying, in many ways over, geez, over the seven years that I've been in Celebrate Recovery and the six times that I've given my testimony, every time it's shifted, mm-hmm. it's altered slightly in the areas that God is currently working through me and the areas that he has already helped me see victory. Right. But nothing, none of the facts change. None of this, the story change, just the highlights that you hit change. Exactly. Essentially. Right. It's a, a little bit different. So it's quite possible. Maybe all of what he's told is a part of his true story mm-hmm. and he has condensed it to what he wants to be the main focus and occasionally slips up with, you know, which detail he wanted to be the main focus, but it just, you know, we don't, I don't want to come out and out and just say, he's definitely lying about all this and he's not even a believer, but, but to have this hanging over you as a very obvious and very clearly, easily researchable fact, given how many times you tell the story, uh, 
you know, online and in, in all these sermons, it's just suspect. Yeah. For me, I feel like if it were all a part of his story and he was condensing it for time purpose or whatever, whatever his thought process is, at some point we would have heard the story in its entirety involving all the pieces. Possibly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's never been a time that we know of where all of these little stories that are conflicting have ever come together to make one story that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good point. So in addition to this, um, celebrity pastors have often been caught lying about special abilities and gifts from God. It's usually like fake faith healers and gibberish speakers claiming to be speaking in tongues because these are things that can be easily faked or uh, hard to disprove. And uh, these lies give credence to the power of God in the lives of these pastors and give them all this unearned authority here on earth. Now, I can't say for sure that the gift Mark Driscoll claimed to have wasn't real or from God, but I can say that this is the only time I and most people have ever heard of this gift in this fashion. So the gift of discernment is something that Mark Driscoll claims to have. And that is a real gift described by the Bible, one that God or the Holy Spirit rather does give some believers a deeper intuition with others when it comes to their struggles and their faith. Mark claimed to have this gift as well, but for him, it manifested in essentially a ghostly television screen that would literally play for him spiritual security footage of terrible things people in his congregation had done. Abuse, molestation, adultery, terrible sexual sins seen in full view in their entirety. Essentially, Mark was claiming that the Holy Spirit would show Mark uncensored hidden camera pornography in full graphic detail, including ones that involved underage children. That is not speculation. That is not me rewriting it. That is how he described it. Right. And that seems highly suspect. Yeah. And if this was a lie, he would double down on it by claiming to have seen scenes involving members in counseling with them, sometimes in front of their spouse. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being told that the problems in your marriage stem from some affair you had years ago that, might, that may have never actually happened? There's no reconciliation from that point. Yeah. Again, I can't say with 100% certainty that none of it was real, but it really seems dubious because nobody else in the history of ever has claimed that the sermon has worked like this for them, at least not in any kind of open outward way. Right. Uh, He also claimed to be part of many exorcisms, which when he described them sounded remarkably like the movie, The Exorcist. (laughs) What do you think of this, Mo? Um... So in reference to the one couple, Mm -hmm. I thought long and hard about this. I kind of put myself in that female's Mm -hmm. perspective um, where exactly like you said, he in a counseling session told her the reason your marriage sucks is because of the affair that you had. And he specifically said, yeah, like the. Blonde hair, blue uh-huh. eyed guy. With that you this saw man this at this hotel while you With were wearing this, this outfit. Yeah. Yes. And I can't help but think that that was a moment of total fear and panic for her. And not because she had been caught, but like 
wait, what do I do? What do I say here? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm up against someone at this point. Mark has made himself known, mm-hmm. you know, and while these people may still be going to him for counseling and may still be believing the things that he's teaching. I also believe that there was a, an element of fear mm-hmm. there. Now I do want to be clear just real quick in that in the podcast, we hear Mark telling this story from the pulpit that he had, you know, had this, this vision yeah. and confronted the wife about it with the husband there in the room and claimed that she admitted, yes, all of that was true. Mm-hmm. The podcast itself does not have any corroboration with that. Right. To say that and right. indeed it was true. Anything so like assuming that. So that it's this just was his a real word. couple. Yeah. If that existed at all or if it existed and it was true. Yeah. We don't have any proof of that beyond Mark's word in this right. sermon. Right. Um I can't help but think that I'll be really honest and say I might would just nod along when he asked me did you did that right or whatever he said do you remember that I would be like yeah sure and just hope and pray that when Chris and I left that Chris would be willing to hear me say I don't know what the heck he was talking about but I was terrified out of my mind mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. There was no going up against Mark. Yeah. I I really do feel like most people who were going to him for counseling were caught between a rock and a hard place because it was never in his own stories of these sessions and how he counseled these people. It was never you tell me what you're what you're going through. You tell me the hurt that you have seen mm-hmm. and I'll walk you through how. Christ can heal you by his own word, by his account. It's I'm going to tell you what you've done. Mm -hmm. And then this is the punishment for it. And it seemed to almost always boil down to sexual sin or sexual, what he would deem sexual sin. Mm -hmm. And, uh, almost always one way, Mm -hmm. almost always the woman's fault. Yes. At least that's what's been made available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that it's, it's just a, I, I can't get past the TV screen aspect of it. Like I, I can't get past the idea that he's essentially saying the Holy spirit is showing him this terrible pornography instead of just telling him, you know, what has happened. See, and I don't, I don't believe that that's how God works. And it might not be. I don't believe that that's how God operates. I believe that there, God loves us. Mm-hmm. And while there are going to be parts of our lives that are going to be difficult and are going to be painful and hurtful, ultimately God wants to protect us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can't tell me that having this gift to be able to see these heinous things like a television screen Mm-hmm that that's not harmful. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I don't think I cannot rationalize in my mind that God would give someone that gift and say, I want for you to be able to see and have all knowledge of this without putting up some barriers of protection. Right. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, 
doesn't feel right. <laughs> doesn't feel possible. And uh, so, I mean, like, I, we don't really have answers here uh, for these. This is, these are just weird things, weird things that stand out as um, un, unnatural in these kind of situations. Mm -hmm. Things that genuine people uh, likely wouldn't say or do. And so, <laughs> overall, I guess this is just the, the section that's just like, this makes us feel icky. Yeah. <laughs> no, no real proof one way or the other. Just makes us feel icky, and uh, it's very hard to believe. Yeah. And push forward with that. Mm -hmm. But that's all for today's discussion. Tomorrow we're going to wrap up our series uh, on Mark Driscoll and Mars Hill. Uh, but by examining the end of Mars Hill and Mark's new beginning, we'll be back with more. Stick around. think of our topic this week. Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Back Row LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. Not to mention a whole network of podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share some things that we hate. So you went first last week. I'll go first this week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Fine. Week, not this week. I'm sorry. Yesterday with the loves. You just jumped right in. You didn't even give me the opportunity yesterday. Well, I didn't want to like, forget. Like, fish sandwich! <laughs> <laughs> Love it! Fish! <laughs> it was good. Things that I hate. Fish sandwiches. <laughs> no. I'm actually, you know, I had like a, a moment of of real, like really feeling down. Missing some of my favorite magazines from, a, from like being a kid and a teenager. Teen Bop? Not Teen Bop. <laughs> I used to subscribe to Nintendo Power uh, when I was a kid. And eventually, Electronic Gaming Monthly, too. And I think that might still exist. But now it's mostly just Xbox and PlayStation, which I don't have. <sighs> but Nintendo Power Magazine was so much fun. And the fact that you would get 12 issues of this for 20 bucks a year. Yeah. Like, that was a cool deal even back then. It's still about the same today for most subscription things. But, but Nintendo Power died a long time ago. And uh, there was also a very short-lived magazine called Geek, which was really cool. Very, a lot of nerdy things in there. A lot of I actually cool remember art, that yeah. one. But that only lasted a few years, too. And it's like I, I walked by the, the magazine rack at 
um, in the back, like a little weird book section of Walmart. I'm like, I don't care about any of these things. How are all these things still magazines? And the ones that I loved didn't make it. I don't understand. But did they not make it like all together or? I know they... Geek. I know Geek had to like didn't have enough money. They didn't make it. Uh, Nintendo Power. I think they were just going in a different direction and had run their course. Um, like I still remember like the hundredth issue of Nintendo Power, which was this big, thick, like three times the size magazine, and it had big Mario on the front and stars and like all the big Nintendo characters all around it, big 100 on it. And I read that thing front to back until it started to just fall apart. Uh, those are good memories that, uh, like, even if it still existed today, it wouldn't be like a physical magazine. It'd be like a online, you know, digital I, magazine. PDF. I despise that. Yeah. I do. Can't get into it. Yeah. There's something about, just like books, there's something about holding it in your hand that makes it enjoyable. Without that, it is just a novelty. It's not a... Right. It's not something you connect with emotionally. I'm going to, I'm really going to have to go and do some searching because I think that that would be a fun gift idea for my kids to get them. For, they are all three at this age now where they really, and you, you typically think about this with toddlers. I don't, maybe my kids are just behind in this area, I guess, but they are very into the male and when the mail comes and making sure that we've checked the mail. That's very much my children. Well, <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know what has brought this on. But every day it's like, hey, did anybody check the mail today? Yeah. What are you waiting on? Nothing. I just I didn't know if anything maybe possibly came. I'm just curious. Never know. Yeah. And so I do think that that would be that would be really neat to be able to get them some sort of subscription. And I know really now it's mostly like the subscription boxes Yeah, and they come with like a little magazine, Sometimes, quote unquote, yeah. Yeah. like a little four page pamphlet thing, you know, but man, that would just be, that'd be awesome. We lit, we had the best childhood. I was, yeah. I was into the, the subscription boxes for a while. I had the Loot Crates when they first started, which was like the first kind of nerdy mm -hmm. uh, subscription box. And then you could tell they were losing money because by about the sixth and seventh box that I had, things just started to be like advertisements. <laughs> like I would get a a, uh, a protein shake. I'm like, this is not nerdy at all. This is and dumb. Oh, and a coupon <laughs> for more of these protein shakes. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Oh, and look, a card that I can download a, a cheap game from Where's the Stuff? Yeah. I ordered a box of stuff. Um, but then I started getting the Funko subscription boxes, and those blew all the other ones out of the water. Like, those were amazing. Uh, I was You're not the, supposed to tell me that. The Marvel ones for a long time, and the DC Comics ones were the, were the best, too. But then they they stopped making them on their own. And so they had four. They had the Marvel one, the DC Comics one, they had a Star Wars one, and they had a Disney one. And they stopped making them on their own, and they slowly made deals with Amazon to keep making uh, Disney, Marvel, and uh, Star Wars, but not monthly, I don't think. Like occasionally, maybe once every quarter. 
And they never brought back the DC Comics one, which was my favorite. Which I guess is a good thing, because they were like 60 bucks. But, but they would give you, like, you know, pops that don't release anywhere else. You can only get them in the box. Mm-hmm. They were usually really cool. Like, the first one I remember getting was, like, Iron Iron Man's Hulkbuster suit from uh, the second Avengers. That really big suit that he put on to mm-hmm. fight the Hulk. Like, this was a giant pop. I'm like, dang, this is a good deal. Had a whole bunch of other little trinkets and doodads in there, too. I had a good old time. But, uh, yeah, even those are declining. Okay, subscription boxes are at the point now where it's like you get them and you're excited about it for about five seconds. And you're like, okay, well, well uh, dop- dopamine's gone. Yeah. See you next month. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's what do fair. you, what do you hate, Mo? Okay. Here's the thing. I think maybe hate is probably a strong word, but I am currently living off of cough drops. <laughs> in order to be able to talk for longer than, you know, just a few minutes at a time, I have to have a cough drop in my mouth. Otherwise, I send myself into a coughing fit. But that, like, mentholated feeling in your throat that is there to soothe you, it, it's serving a purpose. Yeah. I kind of hate it. <laughs> because I can't drink anything. Whether it's cold or yeah. hot. Yeah. I get an automatic brain freeze if it's cold. <laughs> and then I feel like my throat is on fire <laughs> if it's hot. Yep. But at the same time, the cough drop is making me thirsty. <laughs> so I'm in like this terrible, awful, I hate it loop of Awfulness. Of awfulness. <laughs> of mentholated awfulness. Oh, that sounded awful. <laughs> <laughs> mentholated awfulness. Yeah. I don't... I'm not a fan. <laughs> and I know that it's necessary. I know that that's the whole point of the cough drop. Yep. Without, without that, it serves no purpose. I get it. But I hate it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, let's get out of this bad mood with uh, our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Proverbs 19:21. Many are the plans of the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.